welcome back to the Femex Melanin Podcast. I'm your host, Raven Leah, and I'm so excited to be here today. Yay, we made it to episode three! Okay, but before we start spilling the tea of today's episode, I have to ask, it would be rude of me if I didn't ask you, but how, how are you? How are you doing? How, how did January treat you? Happy February. I can't believe we're in February already. What the heck? What the heck? Is it just me or does it feel like this year is like going by fast? I know we're only in February, but at the same time, it's not going by fast. I mean, we had so many events happen in, fe- in January. I mean, Joe Biden got inaugurated. Boss man Biden got inaugurated. Can we get some claps in the studio? There, there was claps. You just can't hear. It's like a di- it's a dynamic mic, you know, so you can't really hear anything outside. There's definitely people in the studio who clap. It's, it's definitely not just me in the studio. I always have like a bunch of people here. You just, they're just being really quiet. I promise. Anyway, I don't know. I, I don't know how to explain it, but I just feel like we actually finally have a president in office. I have a, I have a question though. Is it, I'm kind of scared to ask this question because I feel like y'all are going to judge me, but I, I don't judge y'all, so I think I think we could be open here and really be blunt with each other. So this is my question. It's a legitimate question. Is it toxic of me to actually want someone to come up to me and say, well, Biden's not my president, just so I can respond, well, if you don't like it here, then leave. I don't know. I think that is toxic of me. I mean, after I said it out loud, I now realize how toxic that may be. I mean, Biden's first week in office, he didn't waste any time. Like, he got straight to business, as he should. But I, I just want to address this before I move on from this topic. I just, I just want to address one thing. Just because Trump is out and Biden is in doesn't mean racism is gone. And it, doesn't mean, it definitely doesn't mean racial injustice is fixed. But I feel like Biden is definitely going to help, or at least he says, bring change to America. Because we are divided as a country. And... Mainly, that is mainly Trump's fault, in my opinion. But that's a whole other episode. And I'm kind of tired of talking about Trump right now. But I, I, I want to add this. I want to add this. If I'm being honest, though, there is only one con to not having Trump in office anymore. I know, you're probably like, Raven, don't click off yet. Don't click off yet, please. L- let me explain. I was having this conversation with my friends the other night. And we all thought about this. We're like, wait, what will SNL do skits on? Will SNL still be a thing now that Trump's gone? Like, they used everything that Trump said as inspiration for their comedy. Because a lot of the things Trump said was comedic. Like, what are they going to do skits on now? Will SNL be okay? I don't know. Trump just, he brought SNL so much comedic content to work with. So the writers at SNL, they, they need to raise around this time because they're going to have to start, you know, coming up with some things. But like I said before, I want to give politics a break on this episode and shift towards a new topic that you guys will figure out sooner or later in this episode. We'll keep it a surprise. Well, if, I mean, if you read what this episode's about, you probably do know what it's about. Anyway, anyway, this I've, I've been seeing that this podcast has been reaching more ears since last episode. It, it literally makes me so happy. I mean, to be honest, TikTok is definitely to blame for that. Like, I don't know. It's crazy to get those comments of people saying, Oh my gosh, I love listening to your podcast. And it's like, I don't even know who you are. You're listening to me talk for an hour. What? I love you. But yeah, I love I love all the TikTok fans. Anyways, I have a funny story to tell y'all. 
I could not wait to get in the studio and record episode three because I I have tea. Something really funny happened to me. This happened like two weeks ago and I thought I'd share it. So as I said before, I've been getting like a lot of, I wouldn't say publicity, but I've been getting a lot of more listeners and people finding my account and, you know, DMing me, which is awesome. So this one dude DMs me on my personal account. Not Femex Melanin, but my personal Instagram. So usually if I don't know the person who's DMing me on my personal, I really won't respond. But you know how you could check to see what the message is about? Like you, Instagram gives you a preview before you open the message. So the preview was basically saying, oh, are you on Apple Podcasts? And I'm like, okay, yeah, this is just a person who wants to learn more about my podcast. Hey, let me, I'll open it. No worries. I was wrong. I shouldn't have opened it. I shouldn't have opened it. So I did that and... It was this black guy and I'm saying his race because it matters. It's a context clue that we'll need for later in this story. So I'm going to explain the conversation before I elaborate more on it. So this is how the conversation went. So he's like, hey, are you on Apple Podcasts? And then I respond, yes, sir. Link in bio. And I'm reading this straight from the text. So I'm not adding anything to the story. So I because I want to hear your input on the way I was speaking to this man. So I'm going to read it. I'm not adding anything or taking anything away. So I say, yes, sir, link in bio. And he's like, can't find you with like three U's. I'm like, <laughs> and I said, link in bio with like six O's. And then he's like, got it. Is it expensive to start one like a podcast? And I'm like, depends. I probably spent around this amount of money on everything. And then he's like, oh, how long have you been on it? And I'm like, about two months at the time. And then he switches the story to not talking about the podcast. He's like, yo, the way law enforcement let them through is crazy. I guess he's he's referring to the Capitol, people storming the Capitol. So I'm like, for real though, because I talked about the Capitol like for a good amount of time on episode two. So I'm kind of tired of talking about it with people. I don't know. My brain kind of shuts down if I talk about things too much, but I said, yeah, I just responded like for real though. Like that's crazy. And then he says, you think crap will get back to normal? Referring to like COVID. And I said, I hope with like three E's. Cause I'm like, I'm trying to figure out where the conversation's going. So after I say, I hope, like I hope everything gets back to normal. He says, you sure do talk a lot on your pod. Not here though. Oh my goodness. So I, I kind of went off. I don't know. Like the day... I don't know what's happening that day, but it's just like, no, I don't really need anyone trying me right now. And I don't think I was overreacting at all. I'll tell you what I said. And I was being professional about it. So this is what I responded to that. I said, bro, just because you slid into my DMs doesn't mean I have to give you the energy you want. LOL. You know, to not hurt him. You know, when you have to add LOL in there to not like sound rude, even though it's just passive aggressive. It's weird. I'm like, I don't owe you a conversation. I don't know you like that. Bah ha ha. <laughs> I don't know why I added that either. I just didn't want to sound mean, even though I was kind of ticked off. And I'm like, glad you like the pod, though. And then he responds. After I send him that paragraph, he says, See, I would have a different way to interact with a fan of your work. But hey, guess I'm a lesson. And I respond, Everything was going fine in this conversation until you commented on how I'm not talking to you enough. This should be a lesson to you to not expect people to meet your expectations of them with a red heart. <laughs> I had a red heart, you know, the little passive aggressive heart. I had to. 
This is where the conversation gets crazy. I don't even know how it got here. But he says, oh, I can tell you're not into people who look like me. Maybe a little lighter would sit perfect, no? Then he said, he calls me a country um, butthole, but not butthole, the A word, because this is a family-friendly show. We do not curse. So y'all, y'all, I'm pretty sure y'all know what I'm talking about. So he says that, and I'm like, I was like, huh? First. I don't know. I'm just going to finish reading the conversation before I put my input on anything. So after he says that, I said, oh, so I thought you were in my DMs because you were a fan. Now you're simping. You can, you contradicted yourself there, buddy. But I can tell you don't listen to my podcast since you're accusing me of being colorist. Hence episode two, where I literally talked about colorism. And then I said, and remember, you slid into this country buttholes DM in the first place. All love, though, Red Heart. Because, you know, you got that Red Heart in there. He ends it. He ends the conversation with, this is what I mean, which makes no sense. So here's my input on this situation. I have many things to say about this. First, how are you going to call me a colorist? Have you not listened to episode two of No Man is Safe? Where I clearly addressed colorism in the black community. So it would kind of be hypocritical of me to be colorist, wouldn't it? Secondly, it seems like he's more of a simp than a fan like if you guys remember in the beginning where he's like i would respond differently to fans of your work referring to him as a fan because in the beginning he said he was just a fan trying to figure out more about my voice cracked oh my gosh not me being a 12 year old boy (laughs) no what was i saying it's so crazy how i can lose my train of thought that fast anyway i'm like so he was calling himself a fan before so how did the conversation shift to me to me being a colorist How did the conversation shift to him saying, I'm not into dudes that look like him? Even though he was literally light-skinned, so I'm so confused. And another thing, what does country butthole mean? I'm country? So if I'm a... What? I don't know. I'm just tired of this. And like I said, like, I guess his expectation of me, he wanted me to be like, oh my gosh, hi, hi, blah, 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 sending in paragraphs. The thing is, we're all busy people. I'll answer your DM if you're trying to get more information about my podcast and everything it's just like i and the thing is i wasn't even being like rude to him in the beginning i'm like like after he said do you think things are gonna get back to normal i'm like i hope i hope so like what did he want like what did what did he want me to respond like he really want he really want me to write him a poem i just don't understand how this turned into him making the conclusion that i'm not into it what how would i be into you i don't know who you are i don't know you But one thing I realized, I realized this. As soon as you reject a guy, you are immediately ugly to them. A guy will hit me up and I'll be like, oh no, sorry, hit. I'm good. They will instantly start roasting you. It's so funny. They will instantly be like, oh, you're crusty anyway. You're ugly. Um, you look like a frog. You look like you eat sand. (laughs) Have y'all seen that video of the kid? He's like, you look like you eat sand. I don't know how to say it like him, but the way he says sand is so satisfying. Like they get butt hurt for what? Mm, yeah, I don't think I'll ever understand men or LaCroix drinkers. I, you, you're probably wondering, Raven, what? <laughs> Where did that come from? This is me trying to transition into a different topic. I don't know. It's true though. I know it's random and it came out of nowhere, but can we please talk about LaCroix drinkers? I don't know. It's just, um, how do I say this nicely? Um, if you enjoy LaCroix, please get out. 
Get out. You're not welcome. You're not welcome. Sorry. You're no, please. If you follow this podcast, unfollow it. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, like if you legitimately enjoy LaCroix, no, you don't. You enjoy telling people that you enjoy drinking LaCroix just to trigger them. I'm triggered right now. You are a threat to society. Maybe that was too far. I don't know. But no, like you enjoy drinking scented seltzer. It's legit scented seltzer water. Battery acid, if you will. I don't know. It couldn't be me. Could it be me? Zevia all the way. If you guys don't know what Zevia is, it's no sugar, no calorie. It's keto. It's like a keto soda. And it's amazing. Better than LaCroix. Um, if Zevia could sponsor me, that'd be awesome because they are expensive. Another thing I don't get is people who watch the show Friends. Like I was having this conversation with my friends the other day and my white guy friend legit said, he's like, Raven, there's no black person on Friends. And I was shook. I think I always, I always knew that. But like, it's crazy. There was no black people in that show. But listen, listen, listen. The diversity problem in the show Friends is not what makes me hate the show. The show is honestly unfunny to me. It's literally, it's dry comedy. Like, I I promise you, if there was no laugh track in that show, you wouldn't laugh. It's the people who go, ah, 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 that make you laugh. Like, you wouldn't be laughing if there wasn't a laugh track. Like, it would, it would legit just be awkward silence. You guys literally just like these things to say that you like these things. LaCroix drinkers and Friends watchers. Y'all have something in common. Like, I bet, friend, if you like the show Friends, you have, like, at least one merchandise item that has friends on it. Like, what? Ew, throw it away. Throw it away. Honestly, you can't get mad at me because did I lie? Did I lie? I never lie. (laughs) Another thing, oh my gosh. Okay, this is honestly so random. I guess we're talking about things I don't get now. This is this is the way the podcast is going, but this is honestly so random. But you know when you're friends with someone on Snap and they post free my boy johnson or something like he got arrested he got arrested for something like they all they always will post and they're like free my boy john he didn't do nothing and i'm always like did he though i think he did so i i'm pretty sure john did something to be in jail like your boy obviously did something and i'm always like what did he do oh oh he oh he stabbed a guy Oh, well, I mean, since you said on your snap story that he didn't do anything, I guess you're right. I I guess the police falsely accused him because you said so. I always think, like, what is posting on your Snapchat going to do? Like, you just have 12-year-olds on your snap who follow you. Like, what are they going to do? Like the, people who, like, the people who follow him, they're probably like, oh, my gosh, John got arrested. Let me see what I can do. Mom. <laughs> What can they do? I don't know. Call your lawyer. If your boy John got falsely accused, call your lawyer. What is, what is posting on your snap going to do? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Y'all got me started. Y'all literally got me started. I'm probably going to offend a lot of people. But since y'all are still getting to know me with every episode, I think it's only important for you guys to know what I like and what I don't like. So what's next on the things I don't like? Um, Let's think. Let's think. People with peanut allergies. If you have a peanut allergy, grow up. Respectfully. (laughs) I don't know how to do it. Respectfully. No, respectfully grow up. 
I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But not really. Like, the people who have peanut allergies are always the people who talk the most crap about, like, everything. Like, (laughs) no, think about it. Think about someone in your life who has a peanut allergy right now and explain to me if I was wrong. They probably talk the most crap and you're probably like, well, Raven, you just brought up something. My boy, John. Was that the name of the guy who I made up who got arrested? Yeah, John, who got arrested, he has a peanut allergy. <laughs> and I bet I bet John talks the most crap. They're, they're the weakest link. I'm sorry. I had to say it. I had to say it. Like, pick a struggle, please. Like, they, they literally will have the most opinions about everything. It's like, sit down before I open a Snickers bar in front of you. Don't make me open a payday, because I will. I'll eat it in front of you, too. Sit down, John. Like, I hope you have your EpiPen ready. I hope you have your EpiPen. Don't try me. Don't try me, John. Don't try me. Now is not the time. Oh, 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 black lives don't matter. Okay, let me, let me pull out the payday right quick. Let me get some peanut butter. Let me get a Reese's peanut butter cup right now. Do you want one? I don't know. That, w- that was so aggressive. And for what? I'm sorry. I don't know what's happening with me. It's like almost 1 a.m. Maybe I should start filming these episodes early in the day when I'm like in a right mindset. I don't know why I'm so angry right now. <laughs> I don't know. Like, just imagine dying because of a nut. That's a sad way to go out. Like, if you die from a peanut allergy, God should be like, no, sorry. Like, once you get to heaven, if you die from a nut allergy, I feel like God will be like, okay, actually, you need to be revived from the dead because you need to try harder in life next time. Like, you really got taken out by a nut. What? (laughs) I don't know. Mm, Let's see. Let's see another thing I don't like. Oh, this is my biggest pet peeve. It's when, like, a black person will comment, I'm black and I didn't get offended under, like, a white person's offensive video. I don't, I don't know. It just always gives me, like, very much massa mentality. Like, very, very much, very much pick me, choose me. Very much coon behavior. Like, what are y'all gaining from that? Like, from commenting that on someone's post that you didn't give, like, you're black and you didn't get offended? What are you gaining from that? Honestly, I just said, if, if you've ever commented that on someone's video, black card revoked. Your black card has now been revoked. Immediately. Immediately. I, I always say, like, you're not black. You're just a person who happens to be black. You just, just so happen to be black. You're not black. You know when you get to that point of TikTok where it's, like, time to refresh your For You page? I, I was there a couple of days ago. I saw this black girl post a TikTok video of her dancing in her room with a Confederate flag on her wall. All I have to say is, where is Dr. Umar when you need him? Like, can we please get him on TikTok? Can we actually get Dr. Umar on TikTok? I'm pretty sure every video that he posts would get banned for hate speech or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think TikTok is TikTok is definitely too sensitive for his speeches. But no, I was shook when I saw that video. I'm like, I thought I saw it all before that. But I'm like, oh, okay. I'm just like, how could you, how could, how could you be that dumb? Like you, you literally have a confederate, you're black and you literally have a confederate flag on your wall. Like, like honey, if the confederates won, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be in a room filming TikToks right now. Maybe you'd be picking cotton. Maybe you'd be on the fields. Maybe if you were light skinned enough, you'd probably be in the house. Who knows? I doubt you would be making TikToks in a room in your own room <laughs> please so it's just like me saying oh yeah i'm christian but i love the devil it it doesn't make sense or it's like oh yeah i'm vegan but i still eat meat 
Like, babes, know your history. Know your history, please. It's embarrassing. Like, again, like I said earlier, you're not black. You're just a person who happens to be black. <laughs> like, yeah, learn, learning about your history is definitely so important. Oh, and that brings me to the topic of today's episode. As you know, it's February. And you know what that means. A special holiday happens this month. Can you guess? You got it right. Valentine's Day. JK, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Not the holiday of the simps. Not the holiday of the simps. We're not talking about that holiday. It's Black History Month. Yeah. I don't know. It's so funny. (laughs) It's so funny to me when I hear people talk about Black History Month. They're like, oh, y'all are so needy. Like you get a whole month. Now you want reparations. Like, bro, we gave you a whole month to celebrate black people. Now you want equality? What? Now you want equality too? I'm so excited to discuss this because Black History Month is so special. It's important to know black history because a lot it, it because a lot of it's like hidden in schools. Like we're lied to a lot. Like when I was doing research to come up with content for this episode, I learned so much. I learned so much that I never learned before. And it's crazy. Like if any white person complains about Black History Month, I immediately say, I'm like, bro, like the least you as a white person can do is educate yourself on black history. I mean, like, don't act like we weren't forced to sit in schools and learn about their ancestors being colonizers, but being praised as heroes at the same time. Like, oh, Christopher Columbus. I remember growing up and thinking like that dude was a hero. I'm like, yeah, Christopher Columbus Day. We love you, Christopher. He's done amazing. What? And then like when you get older, it's like, whoa, Christopher didn't do crap. Like if you find something that doesn't mean you discovered it. Like there was this one, there was this one ignorant dude on TikTok saying, oh, there should be a white history month. And I was like, if there was a white history month, what would we be celebrating? They'll be like, oh, we need to celebrate white culture. And I'm like, what is white culture? Like, please explain to me. Like I'm asking you to explain to me what white culture is and they'll they'll respond oh white people don't have culture then what about this and then they'll show like renaissance paintings stuff from italy and like not y'all stealing stuff from europeans like calm down (laughs) and then showing like hot dogs and sodas i'm like that's american culture i swear they don't even be they don't even be hiding their racism anymore same with people saying white lives matter it's like bro how many times do we have to explain this to you White people have never been put in a situation to feel like their life has not mattered. Therefore, there is no movement called White Lives Matter. Like, it's being explained to you that easy. Why are you still questioning it? Like, I wish there was equality in America. But sadly, there isn't because back then, white people were colonizers and decided to start slavery because they were lazy and couldn't pick their own cotton. And look where we are now. This all could have been avoided. This all could have been avoided if your ancestors weren't lazy. I don't know, but like I said before, history books lie. Like, that's why it's so important to, like, read more. Because I was reading about Rosa Parks the other day. And we all know the story with Rosa Parks. She was sitting in the white section. Blah, blah. They told her to move. She's like, nah. <laughs> but Wait actually that's not what happened they lied they lied they lied rosa parks was not sitting in the whites only section she was sitting in like the middle class black section that they have on the bus but the bus driver told her to get out of her seat 
because there was one white man standing and there was no more space on the whites only side. So he had to sit somewhere. So that made me even more mad. I'm like, what? Because a lot of people, with, when they bring up Rosa Parks, they'll be like, oh, she could just sat in her own section. No. She was sitting. She was minding her business. Minding her business. Sitting where she was supposed to sit. Even though she, even though she should have been able to sit wherever she wanted to freaking sit. But she's like, okay, since y'all being stupid, I'm going to sit here. Leave me alone. Don't talk to me. But the, no, no, the bus driver had to make room for that one white dude. That white dude should have stood. That made me mad. History books be lying. But no, black culture shouldn't just be celebrated for a month. We should appreciate and celebrate it all the time because this world would definitely not be where it is right now if it wasn't for black people. I mean, like whether, whether it ranges from fashion to clothing to music to dance, especially dances. I mean, TikTok, TikTok would not be where it is if it wasn't for black people. Like black creators definitely do carry the app. Like whether it's the sounds, like if you hear all the music that you dance to on TikTok, black creators, black artists, all that stuff. I mean, we have Renegade, right? Who created the song Renegade? A black dude. Who created the Renegade dance? A black woman. And Renegade is where it all started. That's how Charlie D'Amelio is Charlie D'Amelio. <laughs> so that's it's so important. It's so important to give credit words. Do. I don't know. It just seems like we love to appropriate black culture, but not appreciate it. It's almost weird to me when I hear when I'll hear like white people speaking how speaking the way black people speak. Or using, like, chow. Like, chow anyways. Like, you know how everyone's saying chow now? Who chile. Like, all that stuff. That originated from black culture. And here it is, known as the TikTok language. Where this is usually known as the African-American vernacular English. Or also known as AAVE. Or also known as Ebonics. But I'm not, I'm not saying if you're, if you're not black, you can't say chow or anything. It's just like, I don't know. It's just like... I feel I find like a lot of people always want to just take black culture and use it and make it their own and make and profit off of it. But when it comes to times where black people are being treated differently, it's like, oh, silence. I'm not speaking. I'm quiet. Like, oh, yeah, I like your music. I like your fashion. I like the way you do your hair and I do it that way as well. But I'm not going to speak up for you. I'm not going to speak out for you. It's just crazy. Like, you you shouldn't pick and choose. It's like you either like us or you don't. You can't take bits and pieces from us and use it to benefit you. I don't know. I want to talk about cultural appropriation and cultural appreciation. So I'm going to define it really fast for us. So cultural appropriation is the adoption of an element or elements of one culture or identity by members of another culture or identity. This can be controversial when members of a dominant culture appropriate from disadvantaged minority cultures. So that's the definition of cultural appropriation. And then we have cultural appreciation. So cultural appreciation is when you earnestly seek to learn about or explore a different culture. You learn, you listen, you strive to understand, you seek to honor its beliefs and traditions. Okay, so now that we know the difference between the two, I want to play a little game Okay, so if you're listening to the podcast, I'm just going to explain to you what's going to be on the screen. If you're watching it, you'll see it. Basically, we're going to pick, is this cultural appropriation or cultural appreciation? So we're going to do two rounds. Round one, 
Here's what we have. Here's what we're working with. We're working with. We're presented with a picture. A picture of Kim Kardashian. A picture of Kim Kardashian wearing cornrows. But she also refers to them as boxer braids. Is this cultural appropriation or cultural appreciation? Ding, ding, ding. You got it right. If you answered cultural appropriation, you are correct. Let's elaborate on why it is. First off, I just like to say, Kim, is your roots okay? It looks like your hair is holding on for dear life. That your hair, I, bro. Like, there's a reason why cornrows were created by and created for black people. Because our hair is just built different. I'm wearing cornrows right now. I'm, what are the odds? (laughs) No, like black people we have the type we have the hair type and we have the type of roots that can hold that can hold these hairstyles without it ripping out of our scalp but i honestly want like kim are you good (laughs) are you good i like i feel like the kardashian family is to blame for like a lot of cultural appropriation in hollywood but that's a whole other episode like i feel like the kardashian like like they make they profit off of this stuff like, especially um, Kylie Jenner. Especially when it comes to Kylie Jenner. Like, ever, ever since she got lip fillers, big lips have become a thing. Like, everyone wants it now. But then you have black people who would use, literally get bullied for having big lips. It's just crazy to me how a white person can take it and make it theirs. And then it's, it's now socially acceptable and everyone wants it. That is cultural appropriation. Round two. We are presented with a white woman trying fufu for the first time. And loving it. And if you don't know what that dish is, fufu is a staple food common in countries like West Africa and Central Africa. So is this cultural appropriation or cultural appreciation? So she's enjoying it. She's loving it. She's trying it. If you answered cultural appreciation, you're correct. And I'll explain why. Listen, there is nothing wrong with other races trying foods from different countries, in my opinion. But just as long as they're not taking that dish and making it their own, like, say that lady makes her own dish, she makes her own fufu and renames it and calls it, like, soup and, I don't know, soup and dumpling. I don't know. If she renamed it and, like, tried to make it her own thing when it's really that, then that's cultural appropriation. But this lady is just trying it and appreciating it. But if this lady, oh my gosh, I'll see videos of people trying it on TikTok and like, oh my gosh, ew, this is disgusting. Like, okay, listen, your taste buds were not built for that. You're probably just used to not even having salt on your food. Like, I, I don't know. Like, don't, it's not, it's not something you grew up with. So of course it's going to taste different to you, but don't disrespect a dish like that. Like no one told you to eat it. Not everything was made for you. Like maybe you just weren't built to handle all that flavor and that's okay. Don't just don't try it again. But we're about to close it here. But I just want to end this episode with you guys knowing some cool inventions by black people. Not just black people. We're we're going to we're going to focus on black women right now because the title of this podcast is Femex Melanin. Am I right? Because no man is safe. I'm kidding. (laughs) 
I'm kidding. We're going to I'm going to include three inventions from black women first. Okay. So, okay, say it's cold outside, right? You want to come inside and get warm. If only you had a heater to warm you up. Oh, wait. If it wasn't for Alice H. Parker, there wouldn't be a heater. Alice H. Parker invented the heater. She's a black woman. Isn't that crazy? That's cool. Okay, so here's our second one. You're home alone. It's nighttime. You're scared because you live in a bad neighborhood, right? If only you had something to arm your house. Like, I don't know, a home security type of thing. Oh, wait. We do have that now because Mary Van Britten Brown created the home security system. And she's a black woman. Whoa. We're unstoppable. Look at that. Okay, next. So picture this. Picture this. You're in the year 2014. I don't know when this movie came out, actually. Let me not say 2014. It probably came out. I probably, I'm probably so off. Okay, you're in the year something. And you're going to the movies to see Journey to the Center of the Earth or whatever, right? And you want to see it in 3D. If only you could. Oh, wait, you can. You know why? Because Valerie Thomas invented 3D technology. And guess what? Guess what? She's a black woman. She's a black woman. Yes. A black woman. A what? A black woman. Okay, I have another one for you. I have, an- I have another one for y'all, okay? I actually found another cool invention by a black person. This happens to be a black dude. So I just wanted to throw one in there so people don't think I'm sexist. Because there has been people there ha- there has been people thinking that just by the title of last episode. Like no man is safe? How does that make me sexist? <laughs> I'm kidding. It's very I'm not sexist, no. But I just wanted to throw in this fact because it's really cool. Okay. So think about this. I need you to open your mind for this one because it's very complex. It's very complex. Are you listening? Okay. So if it wasn't for a black person, we would not have Olivia Rodrigo's song, Driver's License. Yes. Yeah. You're like, Raven, Raven, what? What are you saying? What What are you trying to say right now? you're raven you're tired go to bed you don't you don't know what you're talking about no i do know what i'm talking about i do know what i'm talking about and i'll explain when olivia rodrigo sings red lights stop she would not have that lyric if it wasn't for a black man yes yes you're like raven raven you're okay raven uh, i know i know you're still probably like what Raven, what are you saying? What are you saying? I still don't get it. And it's okay. It's okay because I'm about to explain further. I'm about to explain further. The red light system was invented by Garrett Morgan, who was a black man. Thanks to him, we have that banger of a song. And that concludes my list of cool inventions by black people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Please stop. Please stop clapping, please. Well, the time has come, my friends. The time has come to say goodbye. I hope you enjoyed this tea time. I did. It was really cool. I, I really enjoyed the tea. It's, I Thank you for letting me spill tea with you guys. Um, I enjoyed it. It was amazing. Um, If you're new to the FXM fam, I think that's what I'm calling you guys. If you're new, I like to do this thing at the end of every episode where if you make it to the end, you have to DM me an emoji. This is just how I figure out if people really listen to my podcast to the end or not. So if you made it to the end of this, 
I need you to DM me the peanut emoji. You're probably like, Raven, why? Is it because Mr. Carver invented peanut butter and this episode is catered towards Black History Month? No, it's because we need to address the weakest links. The people with the peanut allergy. So you know what to do. If you made it to this point, send me a peanut emoji. Oh, and in honor of Black History Month, if you are not black, I need you to cash up any black person you know $1 for reparations. See, sorry, sorry. Listen, I don't I don't make the rules. I don't make I don't make the rules. I don't make the rules. I'm sorry. You just you just have to do it now. You just have to. Okay, well, it's been great. I've enjoyed myself. Thank you for this discussion. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And we out. I'll see you on the next episode of Femex Melanin. Bye. Oh my goodness, my foot fell asleep. My foot fell asleep. I repeat, my foot fell asleep.